All right, welcome to the Bogey Society podcast, episode five. We're back, Brennan and Nick. Nick, how you doing? How we doing, guys? It's a big week. Hope everyone had a solid week this week. We did got. You, uh, did you get any snow this week? What What did you say? Sorry. Did you get any snow this week? No, we did not get any snow in the Chicago area. Did you? Up in yeah, we got a little bit to start the week, and then it all kind of melted away, and then it rained really hard yesterday, so uh, we were able to get out uh, today. But we definitely got a decent amount of rain too. I didn't get out. It's been cold here, man. Like, and I'm, yeah. I'm a whiny little bitch, so uh, <laughs> I don't like to play. If it's anything less than a four, you're oh. probably not gonna catch me out there in the 30s. Wow, man. wow, just yeah. not dedicated to the craft man dude it's i just don't find it fun man well you go out there in jeans so i, I mean i get it like just i cause... explained why dude also <laughs> you you claimed that i have a three thousand dollar set of golf clubs i added up the math it's it's okay. maybe it's probably about a thousand okay so that's that's a little less crazy that's got... probably five hundred dollars more than what i have in my bag yeah. well i got the irons mm-hmm. i got them discounted a hundred bucks so they were only 300 for the rocket blades iron mm-hmm. my hybrid and my putter i bought used the hybrid was eight bucks the putter was 35 bucks oh okay driver was like three three wood was like 250 wedge was like 150 so oh i got some news my birthday is this week yeah so. it is december 16th correct wednesday yeah so by the time you guys are hearing this it'll be uh be this wednesday and uh, we had talked previously on the podcast about the uh, kirkland gear getting the putter and the wedges well i convinced my mom to buy me the putter and wedges so wolf yeah Awesome. So we're gonna go get the wedges and the and the putter and get those get those guys in the bag and then uh, I'm gonna shoot a content video of a, a review video and we're gonna toss that up on the on the YouTube page. Speaking of the YouTube page, we just dropped another video on the YouTube page, so you should go check that on out. We uh, YouTube Bogey Society on uh, on YouTube. You'll find our page. Yep, Bogey Society Golf. So yeah, we got the getting, 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 getting Are we gonna announce the winner? Oh yeah. So I'm sure oh, all of you guys have been been seeing on our page that we were going to be doing a giveaway of golf balls on our page pro v1 yep we're doing some pro v1s giveaway and that's all you had to do to get get in the entry was tag tag a few friends and subscribe to our youtube page and we got a few entries on that and got a few followers on our youtube page so but we picked a winner and his name is Bradley, and he is from Ohio, and we just messaged you on Instagram, so when we get a response from you, we will uh, definitely be uh, shipping those out to you as soon as possible, so hopefully you can get them uh, before Christmas, but congrats to you on, on winning the golf balls for, uh, from Bogey Society. Yes, sir. Good stuff. That is the first giveaway of some, some more to come. We'll probably do some more free ones. If we get good interest, maybe if you guys are interested, we'll do some paid ones, you know, maybe a little bit bigger prizes. Maybe me and Nick were discussing a little something about a nice driver from a certain company. Mm-hmm. Not going to spoil that quite yet, but yep. we'll see. it would be pretty awesome if you, if people were down to do that. So yeah. Speaking of that, he just messaged me back, he said, let's go. So this is super hype. Um, we're going to be uh getting that to him pretty shortly so but yeah so let's kind of get into the golf here we had the u.s women's open this this week went weekend it was uh some pretty exciting golf although the the last round there got suspended due to bad weather coming in and the course conditions 
they got about an inch of rain that came their way um, for before the the first or the last round there. So they had to uh, push it to Monday. But so this is going to come out tomorrow morning, pro- probably around or before they're teeing off. And for sure, they got an inch of rain, man. I feel like yeah. they're just going to rip it up tomorrow. Unless yeah, we'll see. I mean, it depends on what the course is really looking at. I mean, sure they'll be able to throw some darts, but there's going to be a lot of mud balls out there, and and, and it, the no rollout either. No rollout, and yeah, and they're going to be driving, hitting, hitting hybrids and stuff, and those things are just going to plug into the ground, which that's not going to be very good. But once they do get close to close to the greens, I mean, they're going to just be tossing darts out there. I mean, they're going to be sticking stuff from everywhere, Dude, which would be really cool. When are they going? to just allow lift clean and place when the conditions are this ridiculous when it's something that is completely out of your control as other as you hear other people say you've hit the fairway like mm-hmm. you did exactly what you're supposed to do if it's been an inch of rain and everyone's balls are getting mud all let them freaking wipe it off like who cares it's not a real test of your skill of golf when you're hitting a bunch of mud balls i completely agree with you program man it's ridiculous like and it doesn't have to be all the time just after crazy nights where there's huge storms and stuff like that and it's and it's really soft and muddy i completely agree with you not only does it make these professionals i mean obviously we we hold them to such a high standard with you know executing golf shots and stuff but when the ball's coming off your club you know and you're hitting these bad shots because because of the course conditions it just gives the course a bad look it gives the players a bad look and it gives the lpga and the pga just a bad look in general when you got people making bad shots out there because of the course conditions so i and it's not like you know it would really enhance their their lives or anything like that i mean you know them getting closer to the hole or something like that because i think that's what they're 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 concerned with the most but like when you're on the putting green and you clean your ball off you don't exactly put your golf ball literally right in the exact same place that it was so yeah. like you're in the fairway okay and like mud balls in the rough okay you're getting extra penalized you didn't hit the fairway you you didn't do what you're supposed to do so you you're gonna have to take the mud ball but if you hit the fairway you should be grant granted a, a clean lie and a clean golf ball i feel like. i mean of course you're gonna have hills and stuff and you like you don't want that to be changed like you still want no. people to have to hit off side hill or downhill or uphill lies but let them place the ball back down back just it has to remain on whatever slopage it's on and they can fucking clean it off it's crazy it's, yeah it's I, I, I agree with that i think that that should definitely be something that is instated they for, had this issue with, with the u.s women's open when it was at shoal creek i think it was like 2017 2018 i don't i don't know somebody's probably gonna be listening to this and knowing what fact check doing. us real quick yeah so get with the time but anyways play suspended so we'll see tomorrow i guess i have to work i'm gonna be super busy tomorrow too because we got a lot of deadlines coming coming up so yeah i'll be checking in periodically i gotta work too but i gotta uh, i'll I'll be able to check in a little bit the leaders i got got a one-shot lead so it's a tight leaderboard at the top there and it should be you know a good final round to see these ladies go after it i was watching some of their shots it's so mind-boggling to me how well they hit hybrids and long iron it's ridiculous like i can't even fathom hitting shots like that i mean it's definitely it's a different kind of like golf than the pga tour oh for sure I mean, they're pitting 
getting like precise shots with hybrids, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I like, like my goal is to just hit it as far as possible and get it down there. But like they're hitting literal precision shots and sticking it to greens with 10, 15 feet with a with a hybrid. That's just wild. Yeah. To me. It's like on the tour, it's like you see so many wedges, honestly. Mm-hmm. You see so many wedges and so many kind of like short to mid irons. Because they, yeah. I mean, half the time, like the longest players are hitting a lot of par fives with like uh, with a mid mid iron in their hand like oh for sure for sure uh, most of the pga guys don't even have a hybrid in their bag i know they put they were putting hybrids and and like five woods and seven woods in their bags for um what was the turn of bryson just won the major bryson just won u.s open yeah yeah u.s open they were putting it in there because Wingfoot had super long rough so they were tossing stuff out of there but um yeah they don't even they, they rarely even carry that stuff like rory for years straight hated hybrids he straight wouldn't wouldn't touch a hybrid and then he hit one a couple a couple months ago and was like oh wow i've been missing out <laughs> dude what do you think like do you ever get bored watching pga tour golf no no i love golf so much that yeah, i can no, watch golf I, for hours I, and hours, like, and hours of, and bored. sometimes it's boring to watch like the runaways yeah the runaways i mean yeah when a tournament's like over by by you know saturday night i mean it's not as enjoyable to watch the next day and you're just kind of hoping for that person to fall apart but that rarely happens anymore it's like it's hard to get hyped up about the course like i, I yeah, like some, some of the boring courses like i don't know like the tournament that's that's in detroit the rocket mortgage classic that tournament's boring as shit like yeah it's like those guys just dominate that golf course and yeah. it's like not even really that fun of a tournament to watch although i'd go to it i, I would definitely yeah. go to it i haven't been to it but i would definitely would probably go, be fun to go and get hammered at a golf tournament like that oh for sure it's right down the street dude yeah i'd be so in on going to that but. Hey, hey with this vaccine coming out man we could definitely maybe do that next year hopefully hopefully yeah. so yeah so we uh we're doing a little prep for the for the show today and we came across this article from golf digest and they did a a poll they pulled all of the pga players and asked them a bunch of questions so we picked a few of them and we're gonna debate some of the questions here they, they talked to 46 tour players it looks yes. like and some players did not answer all of the questions because some of the questions were about smoking weed or like steroids and shit so yeah yeah <laughs> there's some pretty so, interesting things on here one of the question is if you had to choose a tour player to be by your side at a bar fight who are you picking? Well, I my first reaction was honestly Brooks Kepka, just because like I feel like he really doesn't give a shit and he's super ripped and he would he would not hesitate to like if somebody I feel like disrespected or got in his face like I feel like that's he'd... fair. I feel like he's kind of a, a weenie though. You think I don't he's know. a weenie? Yeah, dude. I think he's all show. Really? I think he's all show. Yeah. I think if I had to choose a player, I don't know. That's kind of tough. A de- a lot of people chose Ernie Els. He must. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I mean. I mean, he's a big, he's a big dude. Savage, bro. Like, I'm you know how I, I would pick uh, Gary Woodland. Yeah, he's, he's a footballer near the top of that. He's a, he's a big dude, and he's a football player. Like, he ain't messing around. Like, you get him drunk, and you're trying to mess with him, he's gonna mess you up. Like, he's, he's, he's a, he's a very serious cat out there, and I, I, I would not wanna, wanna mess with him. Scott Stallings is up there, man. I, I'm sticking with Brooks Kepka. I think he could fuck somebody up. I, one that really stuck out to me was, do you think Tiger? will be competitive in the masters until he's 60 at least 60 that's a that's a tall order 60 years old i yeah competitive like what does that what does that mean in contention on sunday 
I mean, I would think contention would be like you're in the top ten. Like, I wouldn't say Tiger's gonna be pushing for green jacket at sixty. Sorry, cars in this. That's that was an ad that just popped up on the page I was on. Uh oh. Do you think? Well, what's the latest? Do you think that he's going to actually be able to compete? Man, it's really hard to say. Like, dude, I can't imagine like much, much past his his fifties. Honestly, I think I think once he hits like fifty, he's probably not. I don't know. Maybe not. I feel like I'm gonna say that, and I'm gonna regret saying that in in five to seven yeah. years. Absolutely, Phil's fifty, bro. You tell Phil me, Phil couldn't could win a could have win a green jacket. Phil is not competitive at all in. The yeah, but he could, yeah, but he could get it together for a round for a weekend, bro. I don't He's know. Still don't hitting think, bombs I don't out think there. Bill is ever going to contend on a Sunday in the Masters again. Wow, hot take you central. Bill will contend again in a Masters Sunday. I don't say he's going to win, but I think he's could 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 contend. Like top, like t- I'm top five, top ten, yeah. top ten. I think, yeah, top I think Phil could definitely top ten in a, in, a, in Augusta. Where did he fall this year? I don't. I have no idea. You okay, here's here's another good one. What's more embarrassing, hitting a shank or or four putting? Hitting a shank. That's what. Yeah, that's what the major. Sixty seven percent said hitting a shank, and the quote is a shank is worse because. You, now you're like nervous about your next shot. Hunter P. Like shanking is by far the worst situation for me. Four putt I can deal with. I'll be super heated about it. Be so mad. But shanking is unexcusable. When, you, when I shank a golf ball, I literally want to kill myself. Dude, you get mad when you shank. That one day when you when that guy stole your ball and then you shanked one, you were so mad. I was just trying to be quiet. I was like, fuck. Heated, dog. I have no tolerance for people stealing my ball and then forcing me to make an unforced error when I should have had a birdie on that hole. I went from a birdie potential to bogey real quick. They, dude, they asked about marijuana. They asked if marijuana is performance enhancing in golf, and 88% said they don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't think any of them smoke, bro. Like, I, I, I severely doubt most of the – I mean – the CBD games coming alive in the pros and stuff, but like Dude. smoking straight weed, I doubt a, a, a lot of those guys have ever even. I'm touched pretty it. sure that Pat Perez was smoking a dab oh. pen during the four man scramble, unless it was just a vape. But like, I don't doubt it. I feel like Pat. Pat I feel Perez like Pat is Perez is smoking that kush, bro. Speaking of the four play boys, uh, did you get to watch uh, any of the three matches? Yeah, I watched a little bit of all of them, dude. Okay. At first, I feel like Joel Damon got too drunk. Yeah, that was Joel Damon was electric though. He was so funny, dude. When the first time he ripped Frankie's ball like out into the field, I, oh, I yeah. kind of cringed a little. But then when he did it again, it was it was like funnier. I don't know. He was just yeah. clearly like losing. But Lurch kind of roasted him. Lurch was like, "Oh, that just looks like a sore loser right there." I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had an issue with, with Lurch. Lurch talks too much, bro. Annoying. He was he was all so over funny. the place talking way too much, and I, I was, I was not having it. Like they're good. I like what they do, so I'm not gonna like. But I yeah, do like I'm, what they do. I love the four play boys a lot. I inspired I to be four play boys, but I was real happy for Trent. Trent played very well, and against the uh, against the the girls, he was he was out there making a lot of stuff happen for them. They played terribly in that first first match against the girls, but they picked it up against Joel, and I'm pretty sure they beat Pat Perez as well. Yeah, so. they did. And I, dude, I saw that that guy Dustin who played with Paige and Chelsea. Yeah, he he on his Instagram story, he flew 
himself into Scottsdale on his own plane and then flew himself yeah. out with the W. Like that, that is- guy's so rich. I was checking his Instagram too, and he uh, that guy's mad rich. He's dropped he dropped like ten G's to get to do that. So yeah. and then flew to wherever he was going and flew back. That's that's some next level shit right there. That's a hard flex, man. That that was that I enjoyed watching that. I'm not gonna lie, the best vibes were in the Pat Perez match though. Like and it was the closest. Yeah. And Pat Perez's outfit was so sick. <laughs> we can't wear I loved it. We can't. I loved it. We can't. No, wear I could never wear that on a golf course. But he looked sick. If you, if we wear that, they ask us to leave. Oh, for sure. I mean, they say, please, please get out of here. Never. Would you imagine if I wore that and you wore jeans to the golf course? We'd they just immediately tell us to leave. Yeah. Like, okay, I wear jeans, bro. But like, <laughs> wear a nice polo and like some sort of athletic outerwear. Like, I just love coming at you. Jeans on the golf course in twenty twenty. 21 man we need this wave if they're athletic fit jeans bro i'm telling you it's it's dope and i look fly and i don't care what anybody says y'all need to modernize your takes it's not i promise it's not just because i'm broke and i can't afford <laughs> golf pants i promise bro golf yeah. pants are expensive man they definitely are i mean maybe you can talk to your grandma into getting you some some high quality golf pants this for, for dude Christmas. i I bought a pair. I don't even care that I'm going to shout brands out. I really don't give a shit. I thrifted a pair of Travis Matthew golf pants. Got them for eight bucks. Steel. Steel. Absolute steel. Comfiest pants I own. And then I went and checked online like, oh, how much are some new Travis Matthew pants? hundred bucks. Yep. At least Peter Millar pants, 150 bucks. Yeah, Peter Millar's like, are very expensive. And it's nice. It's nice stuff, but I just, that's a lot of money to spend on a pair of pants. And maybe I'm just a broke bitch, but you know what? That's how it'd be. I'm 22 years old. So, well, speaking of big, of good gifts to give, you should uh, really think about investing some, uh, some gifts to one of your golfers in your life. And we have a very cool item that you could give to your golfer in your life, and it's called four cards didn't, didn't and you, uh, use some four cards today nick if I'm i not- certainly did i used some four cards today we played around with the four cards and they were really really fun it changes the whole aspect of your round you play a different format on every hole and you get to use different cards that have you know stuff along the lines of like cut your putt in half you can tee it up in the fairway I was playing on a par three today and I left it a little short and I got to throw it close to the green with my non-dominant hand and made par because of it. So that was pretty sick. Um, Right next to the hole with your little toss. Yeah, dude, it was sick. I was probably like 30 yards short of the green and I just gave it a nice toss up to the green and it rolled nice and pretty right next to the green. It was pretty awesome. Are you a lefty or a righty? I'm left-handed. Oh, so you Um, tossed that thing with your right hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm weird. I I do everything left-handed except for golf i golf right-handed did you throw under or overhand overhand for sure nice yeah i threw threw it really terribly but somehow ended up working and i made the putt after so that's all that matters good stuff i want to play with the four cards man it looks fun it's fun because you get to if you're trying to like do a round and be all serious about your score and like play stroke play blah 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 okay you're not going to want to do that but if you're just trying to go out and have a good time with your foursome like have a goof off with your friends it is such a fun like relaxing way to play 
play golf. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's probably fun for people who don't play a ton of golf, yeah. honestly. It would exactly. be super fun for them and for people who play a lot of golf as well. And absolutely. it's not that expensive and you can get some money off of it when you use our code. I believe it's Bogey Society, right, Nick? Use yes, sir. Those bogey code bogey society at checkout for 10 percent off yeah so speaking of that i have a really funny story to talk about with this so we were playing with the with the cards and my buddy mitch was was struggling a little bit he was he was struggling so it got to his turn and he got to pick the format and he pulled the uh, lone wolf card and lone wolf is an interesting card so you can either choose to have a partner and play the round or play the hole with a partner and you would each get a point if you guys win the hole or you can choose to go lone wolf and play against the three other people but if you any if you win as the lone wolf you get three points but if you lose everybody else gets a point so as i said mitch was struggling a little bit so i was pretty shocked that he decided to go the lone wolf status so me and my two buddies we all tee off we hit beautiful drives right in the middle of the fairway all three of them so mitch had to step up to the plate last and, and this all hit the fairway yeah we all piped it down the fairway me and marcus were within two ball links of each other oh wow uh, yeah huh. and, yeah, in in the middle of fairway. So Mitch steps up to the up to the tee box, and he is already struggling. And he straight topped the golf ball, oh. and it flew maybe ten feet off of off of the tee box, right? And I've seen him. I've seen his driver swing. Like he rips driver. Oh, he rips driver when he gets a hold of it. It's crazy. He bombs balls. So this wasn't it wasn't a great one. So he got very angry. Did the classic club throw. Whipped. Well, it. oh my he god. He whipped it and. He he released it way too late. So it went straight left instead of like forward or wherever. I don't know where, what his intention was, but it went straight sideways into a pond. That's dude. Oh, now mind you, two holes ago, he was, he was just talking about how this driver cost him $400, right? <laughs> yes. So he oh then had to go retrieve said driver and he had to roll the pants up. Mind you, it was it was 37 degrees today in Michigan. Oh. So it wasn't exactly a warm, a warm winter day in December in Michigan. So he rolled his pants up, got his got it got in there and got dirty. And um I saw that like great he, video. he took a step. He was like ankle deep and he took a step forward and he just dropped to his knee. Like knee. Yep. So oh, he reached for the club with another driver. He thankfully retrieved his driver. He, um, his Ripples were pushing the driver further away from further. Him. Yeah, it was it was not a good showing for Mitch. We obviously had to end the round basically after that hole. We finished that hole out and then um, we ended the round because it was getting dark and Mitch was about to get hypothermia. So, um, but it was hilarious. I recorded the recorded the event. So he uh, so I put the video. It's on our Instagram story right now. But I'm gonna make an actual post about it tomorrow on our feed. So um, it's really funny. Did he have like a towel or anything to dry off his legs with? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely he not. He's a golf towel. Like what? No, he uh, he he literally like sat there for a second, put his socks back on. I mean, his pants were soaked, literally soaked. He went waist deep basically in this water. So like it, there was no he like down into his pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he, he rolled it, he rolled his pants up, but like when he was coming out of the water, like he literally just soaked his whole front of his pants. Oh, like, when he, he was, oh when he was coming back out. Yeah. Damn, it was not good. dude, that sucks. 
Yeah, Man. it was nice. Well, you know what? That is a lesson. Don't throw clubs. Like, hit something, shout maybe, punch your golf bag. Do not throw your golf clubs. Just don't do it. Yep. You spent $400 on that driver. Like, why would you throw that that expensive piece of equipment? And then you look like a fool trying to get in a pond in the middle of December trying to get your club out of the lacking, water. Lacking. Mitch, Mitch seems like an awesome dude. That's just like a little bit of lack right there, you know? He's yeah. just lacking. Caught him lacking. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of Mitch, he made our intro um, that we're about to put on for the beginning of our podcast today. It's a new intro. Absolutely fire. Can't thank him enough for, for how awesome this intro is. And uh, we're definitely going to have to have him on the podcast pretty soon to further mm-hmm. explain himself about this driver situation and the and talk about the make the process of making this intro and about his golf game in general so that will be on a future pod for sure um so i was uh doing a little a little more prep for for our podcast and i came across this story about this guy named dan and he is a double handy uh double digit handicap okay and he has claimed that he has 91 hole in ones this man is at least a 10 to 12 handicap which yeah. means on his best day his best round is going to be around 82 yeah 82 and 82. so he's claimed that he has uh 91 hole in ones and he said from he had 31 hole in ones in 2015 and the next year he had 23 hole in ones so that's a ton of hole in ones and he had he had an albatross and a hole in one in one round holy he had four hole-in-ones in five days. Liar. And so this guy has kept records and phone numbers and emails of every person that has seen one of his hole-in-ones. So Golf Channel went out and did a whole story on him to kind of credit him and, and see what, what was going on with this story. So like I said, they, the guy had a, a whole record book, an Excel sheet of all these names of people and stuff. So um, Golf Channel went and investigated a little bit and they called a few these guys and turns out the guys a total douchebag total liar and none of this actually even happened what a surprise what a surprise i I just can't think of a more more dirtbag thing to do than just sit there and i mean does that make you feel good to like lie to everyone that you have all these hole-in-ones i I I hope nobody believed that shit like that's just that's just false i mean he did a good enough job where he got a golf channel out to his house to do an interview with him well, and he he also it was one of the stories that they, they called one of the people and he basically had said that he was there for one but he didn't see it he said that the guy had said that he had to take a work call and he hopped in the cart and kind of drove down by the green or whatever and but the guy wasn't really paying attention and then he came back and hit a golf ball and and the, but the guy, yeah, but the guy wasn't really paying attention. And then, uh, so Dan said to him when they got down by the green, he was like, Hey man, I had like uh, cataract surgery. Can you like help me look for my ball? And they spent like 20 minutes looking for this golf ball. couldn't find it. Da, 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 da. So Dan goes, uh, Hey, can you like just check the hole? And of course the golf ball was in there. So the guy's just an absolute dirtbag. Lame, super lame. Don't lie. Don't cheat. But whatever. I mean, I just, all, he got what he wanted, you know, he, he wanted like recognition and like a platform and fame probably he wanted to be like no, yeah yeah and he and got, he got a golf channel spot like so like, he the the state that he lived in, i can't remember what state it was but they when you get a hole in one they put it in the newspaper and so yeah. af, 
after a certain point, the newspaper even stopped putting it in the news because yeah. they figured that he was lying about it. You're full of shit. Talk to yeah. Thank you. All right. So move on. And we're going to talk about it's a question that was uh, sent to us by, by one of our followers. If you had to describe your golf game in five words, what would it be? In five words. No idea what I'm doing. <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. That ass. Like, I just don't know what I'm doing, man. I swear to God. You walk. I don't know what happened to me nick like you watch me just make a fool of myself out there on the golf course you watch me chunk chips repeatedly chunk chips repeatedly shank irons repeatedly but slice drivers off the planet over and over again you watch me do that. you watch me shoot a hundred plus and we know that i have more potential than that yes you do have more I, potential than that i don't know why i'm in this awful rut like at my lowest handicap i was i was like a 15 which isn't that great but you know that's like i'm shooting in the 90s most yeah yeah low what's, your, what's your lowest round you've ever had 86 86 yeah so that's not that that's not amazing but it's not bad you know it's 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 solid it's it's making my way around there probably making a lot of making a lot playing a little bit better than bogey golf you know a little better than bogey golf and i just i can't do that anymore and it's honestly just probably because of the lack of playing and practicing like yeah but maybe i i just need to start going out in the backyard and swinging the club just go swing the club feels just keep keep the swing feeling ingrained in my body you had said that you're getting you're getting lessons yeah oh i mean i no no, I want to in the spring. Oh, you want to? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would suggest it. I got lessons last year, and it was pretty cool. But you didn't I, like. I it. didn't really like it. Yeah, I didn't like the instructor that I had, and I actually ended up buying just a bunch of golf gear with it. But it, it, it serves its purpose. The guy I got was like trying to fix my whole golf swing, and I was like, bro, like I shoot in the seven, like high seventies, low eighties. Like I'm, I don't need you to like reinvent my whole golf swing. And he was just like trying to literally change my whole swing, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really about this. So I mean, my my low round of my career is sixty seven. So I, like I said, I don't need this guy to sit here and correct my whole golf swing. Like I'm good enough to get it where where it needs to go for the most part. Like you don't have to change my whole. Not I'm not. 67 is amazing. Were you playing the White very... Tees at Maple Lane Golf Club? I was playing the White Tees at Maple Lane. Bro, and the, okay. or, no, so, I'm sorry. I was playing the Blue Tees. I was playing the Blue Tees. The, the, the blue, but it doesn't make a difference. That golf course is really easy, and I know they're like the back of my hand. How long but, is it from, uh, the blue? from the Blues? Let me see. I think it's... I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting. Because, bro, a 67 is a 67. But, like, you, if you're driving greens, it's, I mean, come on. Dude, I don't ever drive fucking greens. At a blue off the tees at Maple Lane, isn't that course like short? It's isn't it short, but it's not green? like I don't drive green at greens all the time. Like that, well, that, that doesn't happen. There's a golf course in my town that it's really tight and small. Uh, it's short, but you can drive the green. There's a stretch of holes on the back that you can easily drive the green with a three wood on every hole. All right. Like, not every hole, but I think 14, 15, and 16. You can't find it, man. It's all good. We don't have to waste no, I'm it. looking. I'm looking. Hold on. Are you holding a pen from where I think you are? I certainly am. Yeah, that's dope. Okay, sense. here we go. So the one that I shot, the 
67. I was three under, and it is 6,100. It's 6,100 yards? Okay, yeah. so, I mean, it's not crazy short. A 67 is a 67, to be honest. Like That's not crazy short. I do know that course better than pretty much anyone. I've played that course hundreds of times, so... How, I, how much how much tilt do the greens have? Not nothing. It's every putt straight as hell. Um, so that definitely makes a difference. And I definitely don't think, but I have I've shot a sixty. I shot a sixty nine at a different course. Like I've 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 been in the sixties three times. I've shot. Okay. What was the other? So course? you shot a sixty nine. Um, Dearborn Hills. I shot a sixty nine, and then I also shot a sixty nine at the Links. Links of Taylor. Okay. I shot 69 there. Well, you know what? I can't talk anything because my lowest round is 86. So you've got me beat by, I can't even do the math, 10, 16, uh, 19 strokes. Your best round is 19 strokes better than my best round. So... Well, that's so sad. So, like, that never happens, bro. I mean, that's that's a stroke less on every hole plus one. I mean, we're gonna get you there, bro. We're gonna, we'll we're there. gonna get you, dude. We're, we're gonna get you lower. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna give you some tips. We're gonna, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you straightened out. You're gonna live here, and yeah, I'm gonna have a mat and net in my backyard. Yeah, and we're just gonna hit, we're gonna hit it hard, man. I mean, it's not. I'm, dude. I'm gonna have a beautiful, nice, upright swing. I'm gonna bring it up nice. Have my shit, my my back elbow nice and parallel with the ground. I'm gonna mm-hmm. drop it. I'm gonna get a shot. I'm gonna start hitting draws, bro. I'm gonna start hitting nice little draws. You I'm gonna to start, start hitting high with the irons. You need to and continue following the Bogey Society Tip Tuesdays, and it yeah, will lower your, your and you need to help me with the chipping, man. Oh, I got you. Oh, I did use Brian's tip today. I was using a pitching wedge around the greens instead of my 52, which I usually use. Yeah. Um, and I was, uh, I was doing well. I think it, it I think it's going to take some practice, a couple more rounds for me to be able to really get it all dialed in, but yeah. I was liking the results. I was leaving everything short with my 52 and not just, just not getting to the hole. And with the, with the pitching wedge, I was, I was getting it past, you know, I was getting a pass hole high, which was good. So, you know, getting it a little dialed in a little bit, knowing exactly how hard to hit it. And then I'll be able to start putting some, putting some chips in, which would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But other than that, I don't think we got, we got much more, much more to talk about, do we? Yeah, no, I think it was kind of a dry little week. We didn't have the finish of the U S women's open. So we didn't have much to talk about there, but. Um, and I mean, if you're tuning into us in, in December when there's not a lot of, um, golf going on you're a golf nut anyway so you just like to listen to people talk about golf in general so where you are so big big ups to those people and once the the golf season starts turning around and we get events every week and stuff like that we can actually go out and play all the time uh the podcast is definitely gonna you know be a lot better we'll keep getting guests too i i think short episodes are decent for now just kind of chat for a little bit and like well the episodes where we have interviews they'll be longer yep um because we definitely have some more people I could get on. Like, oh, if sure. we wanted to talk to more maintenance people, like, oh yeah, you, I got a I got a guest coming coming down the pipeline for that. He's a uh, he's uh, head maintenance at uh, at a country club over uh, over by me, and he actually reached out to, reached out to us to do an interview. So we're gonna definitely get that in the pipeline here pretty soon. And like I said, uh, you know, we're the podcast is, is gonna take a, a big turn up once once the uh, the golf season gets gets going around here. Yeah. So. 
I'm not going to name names because I don't want to spoil this, but I do know a George Gonka certified teacher who has a pretty significant Instagram following because he's from the town that I'm from. And then he was a pro at a club where my aunt and her family are members. So I've taken some lessons from him. I think he's got like 15K. I'm going to hit him up. He's got a busy busy schedule and we're a pretty small account as of now. So we'll see if he's he's into it, but... Maybe, maybe we'll be able to get him, get him on and I can tell you guys a little more. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, we will uh, catch you guys next week and hope everyone ha- has a good week. And uh, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk, uh, and congratulations again to the winner of the raffle. We're going to, as we said, we DM'd you on Instagram. And we're just going to all right, guys. Have a good week. All right. Later, everybody. Well, that wasn't very nice at all.